Good morning, Wolf Pack. It's Miss Cynthia, your pack leader here at Wolf Wisdom Healing and Massage. Welcome to the What's Howling podcast. How are you all feeling? We got this full moon. Need I say any more? I didn't think so. Um, I myself, I'm definitely feeling it, but I feel like I'm always feeling something. And that's the thing when you are, I don't want to make it sound like I'm more special than anybody else, but when you're a gifted individual, that is just something that you, you deal with, you encounter there. That's the word. And I've been very drained and I, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but my, my sacral chakra, I've been doing the work. I've been working on the healing and the forgiving myself for being a little whore in the past and, you know, all that kind of shit. And when you, you know, when you feel that stuff and you kind of work through it, it makes physical stuff happen. So this morning, as I sit here on my bed, looking at my Wonder Woman backpack, yes, you heard me right, I said Wonder Woman, um, I'm just like feeling like, oh, God, and it's like, am I hungry, do I have gas, do I need to you know, do the grand release, if you know what I mean. I don't know, but I don't like the way I feel, but I know it's temporary, so I'm okay with that. My ears constantly ringing, so I'm thinking, okay, team. When I say team, I mean my spirit team, my celestial team. You know, just whatever, whatever knowledge you're delivering into my my brain help me to understand what you're saying so I know how to work with it and that's pretty much where it's at my sleep schedule sucks dick and I'm just really drained and I went through a little bit of a eh, I don't know emotional check yourself before you wreck yourself thing and I almost talked myself out of being a massage therapist. (laughs) Yeah, that ain't good. Um, So it's just, everything is a process. And I think that we as humans, we have these expectations on ourselves. And we're our worst critic. And... We need to be nice to ourselves and to each other. Be kind. Yesterday was a, I mean, yesterday was the the full moon and she was beautiful. But more importantly, it was my oldest son's, my oldest child, the one who made me a mama 33 years ago. 33 that is a magical number and the eighth month the 22nd day I mean it's just there was a lot of power in that and so I was texting my son I'm like happy birthday blah 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 all that kind of shit 
And he was like, not feeling it. And of course, as mama, I'm like, oh, what's the matter? You know, what's going on? What can I do to help you? And, you know, he just was, you know, we're, and of course, he and I mostly talk in text, so everything is in text. <laughs> and um, so he's just letting me know the different challenges that he has been facing and they're all valid all legit and you know I I I let him know that you know I'm here to support you and help you and you know and but nobody wants their I always call them my babies I don't care how old they are they could be 50 years old and I'll be 70 and they're still my babies but you don't want your babies hurting like that and it's I I don't want to fix it when they were little that's what I wanted to do now you're a grown-ass adult how can I help you figure it out how can I help you navigate through what you're experiencing and I'm just really blessed that my kids they know they can talk to me about anything and believe me, you, they have talked to me about some interesting things from when they were maybe just started getting to be sexually active. Um, yeah, the boy got the rubbers and the daughter, like, we're getting you on some birth control. <clears throat> You're my kids. I know what your hormones are going to be like, your horny little bastards. <laughs> excuse me uh yeah i mean my throat too i feel like i'm just all congesty but i'm really i'm not sick or anything my head feels like i've got a bunch of cement in it but jesus i guess that must be all my brains 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 <laughs> yeah i'm pretty despite my feeling a little not quite with it I'm pretty comical in the morning, aren't I? And I haven't even had coffee. I'm a, I'm too afraid to make it because last week, anytime I drank coffee, that's when I had my mega stomach issues. And then it's like, oh, you dumbass. You're putting too many coffee grounds in the filter and you're making it way too strong. I was adding like two and a half scoops and they're like bigger scoops of coffee and the first one I had was a medium roast because I like to drink coffee so it gives me that instant energy from the caffeine and when you have a dark roast it doesn't happen that much because all the cough the caffeine part of it gets kind of burned out of it <clears throat> whereas if you get the lighter that's where all of the whole oh, get me wired shit is but the flavor isn't as strong and I like that mm. I want to taste that bitter coffee you know what I'm saying and so what I did was I got a it's espresso well you know that shit will fucking wire you up and because I wasn't thinking how many statement how many how many things have you done that you can start with because I wasn't thinking 
Yeah, I got a lot of those. Um, <clears throat> I made my coffee. I made it. I make it strong. Well, this was too strong, and it was tearing up my guts. And so, <laughs> how many times did I? How many times did I make my coffee and have that upset stomach and feel like I wanted to throw up everywhere or shit myself? Um, how many times did I have to learn that? Well, yeah. So I finally figured that out. But I'm still, I'm like, oh, I don't want to make the coffee because I don't want this and that. And so I'm like, okay, get a grip. Drink some water, first and foremost. So I always try to do that. And just to get get the bodily fluids working properly, you know. <clears throat> we need that. So I keep, I keep a big thing of water on my nightstand, and then if I wake up in the middle of the night, or as soon as I wake up in the morning, I take a slam off of that, and it's like waking up my organs. I got this fucking fly buzzing around me. I don't know where it came from, damn it. Um, anyway, hmm, yeah, so his 33rd birthday, and I'm just like, oh my god, my baby is 33, the reason why I'm a mom, and you know, I have to say this. This young man saved my life. And when I got pregnant with him, I I was kind of, I don't know, I, was a, I wouldn't say I was a lost soul, but I definitely was not making good decisions. And I'm going to leave names out of this, but in my hometown it was the Christmas break. And there, there's this one house that he always had a party. And so I was like, ooh, you going to be over there? Yep. Lie to my parents, sneak out, all that good shit. Got really freaking hammered. Literally. Do you all use that term, hammered, or is that just a Midwest thing? But anyway, I got really fucked up. And I don't know, I... I had the attention of a man, although he wasn't really a man, I suppose, but, eh, he was 18, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Two years ahead of me in school. So, anyway, we'll leave it at that. And I'm like, I wake up about maybe, I don't know, a month later, don't get my period, starting to feel kind of icky it's like oh shit so I go to the doctor get the test and yep there it is got a little little peanut growing I'm like oh man fuck I'm only 16 what the hell I gotta tell my parents my dad's gonna lose his shit I mean all that kind of stuff and but I'll tell you what soon as I learned I had this little life growing inside of me old Cindy and said girl you need to get your fucking head out of your ass and so that's what I did and what happened was I started going to a little it was a youth I'll say youth ministry from one of the churches in my in my little city and I connected with the pastor and his wife I started going to their church 
I was raised Lutheran, but I don't know. It was like it was a great place to take a nap, but I didn't I didn't really pay attention to anything because it was boring. And I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. But when I went to this church, I could feel that spirit and it just kind of made me on fire for the Lord. I'm going to just use that term. Okay. I was very active in this church and I mean, the women, they threw me the baby shower and you know, all that good stuff. So, I mean, this was a good thing for me. So that's why I say he saved my life because I stopped smoking. I stopped smoking pot. I stopped doing whatever the fuck drugs I was doing. I stopped acting like a little whore. I can't even say that actually. You know, I really can't because I wasn't that sexually active. I had only had, I think, two sexual partners, so I think that's pretty good, huh? I just like to do it a lot. And I'm just being real and authentic and owning my owning my shit. Because somebody who's listening to this out there is be, probably not in their head, smiling, giggling, laughing, going, oh yeah, I feel ya. Um, so, you know, like I was saying, once I learned I had this little life growing inside of me, I was like, oh man, girl, your youth is over. You got to step up to the plate and you got to start taking care of shit. So I did. And... You know, the whole time that I was pregnant, you couldn't even tell until ta-da, I turned. Then it was like this ball sitting in my stomach area. And, you know, and he was a, he was a little baby when he was born, too. He was only five pounds. And he was preemie. So he had even those, like, preemie diapers were too big for him. That's how small he was. After... He had some fluid in his lungs, and they they got it out of him. They drained him, and he I think he was in the incubator for a little bit. I believe, no, he didn't have any jaundice, but, you know, me, what happened, what happened when I delivered him, it was very fast, first of all. I remember it like it, hap- like it just happened. I'm laying in bed upstairs in my bedroom. Mom and dad are downstairs in their bedroom. Dad was starting to get up and ready for work, I think, because it was like 5, 5.30 in the morning. And I come downstairs, and I started feeling like those itty-bitty little contractions where it's like just letting you know, hey, guess what? It's going to start. And I went down to my mom. I'm like, Mom, I kind of got this going on. I'm not sure. And she's like, did the mucus plug come out? I'm like, um, no, I don't think so. And she's like, well, you're in labor. And I'm like, okay. So what did I do? I go upstairs. Because now contractions are starting to get a little stronger. And this was a fast labor. And I went from having like no contractions to hard labor in minutes I shit you not this baby wanted to come out he was like fuck you I'm done being in here get me into this world I got great stuff to do and 
so mother rushed me to the hospital and I'm doing my Lamaze breathing and my aunt was going to be my labor coach because my mom just I don't know she didn't have the stomach for I I don't honestly I don't know because I would want to be in that delivery room with my daughter while she's going to have her first baby but my mom no she couldn't be in there and I remember I was on the they had me in the hospital bed because what happened was I had to ride an ambulance from my hometown to the to the bigger hospital in, in a, uh, the next city over and because they were more they were more equipped for preemies and you know I had I had a uh, I was a high risk pregnancy and what happened was when I started going into labor so quickly in the ambulance okay no let me let me create a picture for you here <laughs> ambulance I'm in the back there's that little window now whether anybody can see in that I have no fucking idea but I remember I got really really hot and I ripped everything off of me I was naked because they already had it, me in the hospital gown and stuff so I mean I didn't have any clothes on and <laughs> I got really hot. I ripped that blanket and everything off of me. And I'm like, whatever, freaking out. Because I really don't know what the hell's going on. All I know is, for whatever reason, they had to rush me to a better hospital because there was some kind of complications going on. And I didn't know what the fuck it was. It was There was a lot of road construction, like usual in Wisconsin. And <clears throat> every bump... It was just like, ugh. And <laughs> I remember there was a there was some big truck, like a cement truck or something behind me, but they were definitely higher up. And all I could all I could think after that was I wonder if they could see in and if they like the show. <laughs> uh, but you know, get to the hospital and all of a sudden I'm feeling something coming out of my vagina <clears throat> and look down and I could see that amniotic sac but I you know but of course baby wasn't there I'm like oh fuck get me up to the room and they right away like you're having that baby now everything was I mean nurses everybody was like fucking in fast super gear and I had the baby, first child, four pushes, and I was in labor for, I think, a total of, mm, I don't know, maybe five minutes. I pushed that little turd out, and, you know, he was, he was a little turd, so it was like, and I had really strong muscles, so I just like, ugh, I bared down and I just gave it to her, gave it all. And I remember, <laughs> I remember that first push, my, my mom, she actually was coming in there and what she saw was me spread eagle or whatever, you know, legs and stirrups. And I'm like, and I'm, and I'm like, I think I screamed my first push because Christ, you don't. 
you don't know what to expect. I mean, you know it's not going to feel good, but holy Christ, yeah, that pain. Yeah, definitely uh, was an eye-opener. But she walked in and she saw that and her face turned freaking whiter than a sheet of paper and she walked right out and I knew she was not going to be able to stay in there. So fortunately my auntie was and she was a great labor coach and I love her for it. I just and then immediately after I had him I I had what they call toxemia and they attributed it to it because I was young and I probably was eating too much salty stuff hindsight being 2020 my dad was is a saltaholic and if he was doing any of the cooking it probably was the salt my blood pressure was so skyrocketed immediately I started to balloon up so I had I used to wear a shitload of rings so like take off your rings so I had to quick take them off or they were gonna have to cut them and oh no you're not cutting my metal damn you uh I was in the hospital for a whole week because of this toxemia and I had him on a Monday so 33 years ago on this day Monday although it is the 23rd but you know you know where I'm going with this um, I started to balloon up and my eyes started to swell up I couldn't see and I was like freaking out and they had me in all these IVs and I mean just it was just it was, there was a lot going on in there and um, <clears throat> I couldn't have visitors could not have the TV on because if I would have got too excited about something I would have had a heart attack um, there's just a lot of things that this was very dangerous and you know here's me just turned 17 on July 3rd and here we are a little over a month later I'm having my first baby and I got some not good shit happening with me um, so I would say it was like yeah it was Wednesday um, I had my out-of-body experience I died in a nutshell I died and I just remember hearing like the the monitors that I was hooked up to like the alarms going off and everything and a lot of nurses coming into my room um, I don't remember exactly the words they were saying and I just remember I was floating above my body I saw myself laying there and I watched this medical team doing what they needed to do to make sure I was okay and to save my life um, and and I remember thinking damn this feels pretty nice you know and I know I wanted to go but I don't remember what exactly happened but 
all of a sudden I'm laying in my bed and I'm like what the fuck just happened because now I have to really process this and I was I was on so many medications and I was doped up and all that good stuff uh I hemorrhaged and I lost a significant amount of blood <clears throat> so now we got the blood transfusions coming and I remember in my doped up state I said I better not get fucking AIDS or I'm going to come back here and kill you and of course they probably just laughed it off because they knew I was un- you know was so hopped up on whatever uh, <clears throat> so yeah that was my first experience with death um, but I came back for that baby boy for my son and the whole time I was pregnant I never ever looked at girl clothes I never thought of girl names I just knew he it was a boy and then then it was like well, what the hell am I going to name this kid you know and it's like I can't name him like Ray after my dad that would have been weird plus I have a brother named Ray so yeah um and I was like, I don't even know what I should name this child. And I didn't know what names I liked. I knew what names I didn't want to name him. And it was like the angels inspired me. Because I just, one day it's like, you got to name him Seth. I'm like, Seth. I freaking like that name. That's pretty badass. And I, I'm like, yeah, that's what he is. Seth Michael. And then I looked at the meanings of those names. I'm like, hmm, strong name. He's going to be a strong person and uh, a protector, those kinds of things. And Seth, you know, was the, the third son. After Cain killed Abel, Eve gave birth to another child, and his name was Seth. So... Oh, there we go with that 33 number again. Oh, shit. Yep. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of where that went. And I was in the hospital for a week. Came home. Weak as hell. I just... I was always tired. And I'm so, so thankful that my parents helped me out as much as they did. Because I was... I mean, I pretty much would sit on the couch lay down on the couch or I was up in my room sleeping because I was just wiped out but at the same time I had to be a mom now I learned just because you're sick doesn't mean your mom duties stop or whatever so I had to adjust into this motherhood thing and fortunately he's a very he was a very good baby and I'm just I was you know I'm the one who got the present on that day. He saved my life. Because from that point on, I changed the way I did things. And I started doing better things for myself. I was still in school, so now I had to really make sure I took care of my shit. Because I had to graduate. I had to. I didn't want to go back to school. My parents made me. 
and I'm really glad they did. Excuse me a minute, I'm having a, a moment here. I'm feeling it, so I gotta just... Okay. Um, so, I mean, August 22nd, 1988. Eighth month. Eighty-eighth year. I mean, okay, you see where I'm going. But, um, you know, I just... I had to... I had to be a better person and make better decisions. So it is because of this little soul that decided to manifest into a human being within my body. Because of him, I am alive. Because of him, I'm a mom. And I think there's no greater joy than that so yeah I kind of I got my eyes are teary right now you probably hear it in my voice um so today I'm going to call him on the phone yesterday was not a really good day for him and but I respect that right now I can't talk but today I can so I'm going to give my boy a call in a little while. I'm going to see what's happening, how he's doing, all that good stuff. Um, my friend, my sister from another mister, who does my tarot card readings for me. I mean, yeah, I can do them for myself, but sometimes I need to just have that other opinion because I know how I am. I can make something out of nothing. So I just unbiased person not attached to the outcome. Okay, you tell me where it's at, what's going on. So I I purchased a reading for my son and she's going to be sending me the, the link for the video so I can just pass it on to him. And I just really felt yesterday after reading what he wrote in the text messages it's like yeah you need some direction he knows what I'm all about I mean we talk he knows he he pretty much at a young age he figured out oh mom's a witch oh, mom's a badass mom kicks some ass when she needs to so yeah um I think out of all of my children he's probably the one that's the most like me I don't know maybe they I guess they all are like me to a degree but I think he's the one that's most like me I can talk to him about anything and I know he's never gonna look down his no at his nose on me I mean I mean heck I get high with my son yeah that's a special bonding I'm sorry but He's, you know, he's my rock. He's one of my rocks. And I just really, really appreciate him for the young, for the person he is. And I'm so thankful to him for saving my life 33 years ago. Actually, more than 33, if you think about it. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at this morning. And. I 
don't work today. I have a couple errands I want to run, but I'm not, I don't need to rush into that. I am going to spend some quality time floating in that pool. That's for damn sure. I just feel like I didn't get enough sunshine time yesterday, so huh, I'll just do it today and tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Oh. I haven't been doing as many readings in my Facebook group like I used to do, and I guess maybe that's just because I know that I've got other stuff I'm navigating through, and it just hasn't really felt like it. Um, I gave, I had a new client last week, and I'm starting to see now in my practice you know, before when I started, it was like anybody was coming to me and I was working on people that's like, I really don't want to work on you because I don't like to do this kind of massage, blah, blah, blah. But you know, once I got my, my niche down and started marketing with that, I'm starting to bring in the, my ideal client. And this, this woman found me and came to me and she she really needed some help not necessarily physically she was more there for the reiki part of the massage and i just could feel everything but in we you know in our little talks in between here there she started telling me the things that she's been going through why she felt very blocked or disconnected and uh and at one point I could tell that she wanted to cry like she was having an emotional release I let her know I said you are in a safe place here this is a safe space of healing go ahead and cry that shit out you gotta let it go or it's gonna manifest into all sorts of ickiness and and then she started telling me what's been really bothering her and troubling her and it, it was at that moment that I had my aha moment. Universe is bringing people who are grieving loss. Universe is bringing people to me who are trying to find their way. And this is exactly what I have wanted. So I'm going to say a big thank you to the big guy upstairs and the big lady upstairs because the God and the goddess definitely rule my life. And... Um, <clears throat> So I'm really pleased with the way things are shaping in my practice. And I am so excited for what's to come. Because I know that especially in these times that we are in right now, people need this kind of work. They need that energy work. They need that body work to work out those stresses that they've stored. You know, all that kind of shit. And I am honored to be the person that they choose to come to. <clears throat> so, here's to expansion. Um, here's to fruition. Here's to abundance and prosperity. Chimigwitch big thank you <clears throat> life is good 
Life is always good. It's just sometimes the situations that we are in that maybe aren't as good as we would like them to be. And that is what I have come to understand at my ripe age of 50 years old. And it's just, it's how you navigate through. It's, it's the choices you make. It's all up to you. Everything. I guess my message today is take some time to reflect make corrections where you feel you need to and just keep plugging away keep on keeping on like Joe Dirt said you gotta keep on keeping on <sighs> and that is how we do this thing called life thank you so much for listening to me this morning while I reminisced and shared my story I like sharing my stories and I know that's part of my work as a healer sharing my stories so others can learn and maybe change things in their own life and it's all good with me so on this Monday I'm gonna get going I think I'm gonna go make my coffee I feel like I could now and uh, it's a beautiful day out here and I wish you all a wonderful, wonderful week. You know, we're still in that full moon energy, so write make a list of all the shit you got to release from your life and send it up, light it, throw it in a fire, whatever. Do what you do. So on that note, have a marvelous week. You can always reach me on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash look to wolf, number two. Um, and you can also find me on Instagram, www.healingmassage. I think that's it. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here and starting off your week with me. I love you all. I appreciate you all. I wish you the best of everything. Talk to you later. Bye.